right, good morning, everybody. This is the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you the tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. Uh, I'm Aaron. And I'm Josh. Today, we are going to talk about smartphones, technology, and your student. I'm sure some of you, there may be a smart device under your tree, um, or maybe you guys are avoiding smartphones with your students altogether at this point, or maybe everybody in the family has one. Um, wherever you are, we'd really like to talk about some things. So Aaron, you had a quote that I think would be really helpful to start out this conversation before we get into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a book that Russell Moore, who, who's, a, who's a great pastor, uh, solid teacher and author, he's got a book called Onward, and in it he, uh, he says this, quote, the signs of the times tell us we're in for days our parents and grandparents never knew. But that's no call for panic or surrender or outrage. Jesus is alive. Let's act like it. Let's follow him onward to the future. We wanted to read that quote because, honestly, this whole topic of technology, whether it's having a smartphone, what age, uh, social media, all this stuff, really, we're not going to be able to cover everything comprehensively in this one podcast. But really, it, I mean, you can just, on your Facebook feed, on, on anything, you can see horror stories about how, how technology has been used um, really poorly. Um, some of these stories are really scary. It can make you sick um, with students making poor decisions, with people preying on students, and they're all real stories. But in, in all of this, you have to remember that Jesus is king. He is still ruling and reigning, and there is hope and confidence that we can have. So what we'd like to do in this conversation is really just give you guys a brief overview of kind of where the state of things are, um, what, what is the world that we're living in, and then kind of shift to what are a couple things that you can be thinking about right now. Again, this podcast is not comprehensive. We're going to, Aaron and I have been talking, we want to do kind of a series of things that will help better equip you as parents. Um, but ultimately, th this is just going to be like high level, skim the, skim the surface, some just basic things you can be thinking about. So where are we? Aaron, what, what's, the, what are, what's the state of things in regards to where students are in social media and technology. So I'll start off by saying this is Gen Z we're talking about. Generation Z is uh, current middle school, high school, and college age, and even just out of high school. So I think anywhere from like seven to 10 year olds to about 22 to 25, depending on what, uh, what are your starting dates and where you ever you look at, that, that kind of that changes. Um, but so yeah, middle school, high school, college. If you have teenagers, it's like they're Generation Z. Yeah, um, And why we're even talking about Generation Z is because they are the first generation that has grown up completely with technology. And what I mean by that is they have never known a day of their life where smart technology was not present. Mm. Uh, unless you have built a wall and lived completely in the woods and never enter society, right. your kids have never known a day without smart technology. Um, from smartphones to smart watches to iPads, tablets of any kind, uh, iPods, uh, MP3 players, uh, computers, desktops, laptops, you've got 
um, speakers that are smart devices, TVs, yeah. smart devices. You've got yeah. screens at Walmart that you touch and order your uh, food on. Um, you've got them in almost every classroom, public schools now, uh, big public schools. You've got these smart boards that they teach off of. No longer is it whiteboards or blackboards. It's smart boards that are these smart techno technological devices. So it's Generation Z uh, knows nothing other than smart technology, right? Uh, especially smartphone. Um, so there's statistics out there that talk about, uh, Josh and stop me if I'm rambling on too long, but, um, there's statistics out there that talk about every teenager has access to a smartphone, whether they right. or not. they've got a friend that has one that'll let them use it. They can go get onto their parents cause they know the password. Um, it's like every student has access to a smartphone. Yeah. And that's really scary to think about, but if you really think about it, it's like, well, it kind of makes sense. Um, there's so many people that have them and the average age of a kid getting a smartphone is 10. So all of that to say technology is to your kids, little teenagers, technology is absolutely normal and expected. Uh, smartphones in particular, uh, tablets, uh, and iPods as well. Uh, the other thing that's important to know for you parents, Josh, you and I are 30, we're millennials, but I remember when iPhones, uh, the smart revolution happened, Black yeah. before that I remember, but I right. remember when they came out in 2007, I remember what my childhood was like before smartphones, but nowadays the kids, they don't know any difference. Right. So you've got these parents who are raising teenagers and getting frustrated at this beast of technology and smartphones, and they're trying to help their kids oftentimes, or they're assuming that their kids should see that cell phones or technology is not that big of a deal because mm -hmm. like I grew up without it or mm -hmm. whatever it might be. But we need to understand that Gen Z, they have no clue how to think of life without technology. Right, like, right. Their world. So yeah. um, that's why it's good to, to kind of understand the state of things because it gives a good starting point to you. Uh, to be more patient with the teenagers nowadays. Yes. All they seem to talk about and the standard for everything is technology. It's like, I need yeah. a new smartphone or I need to have this social media app or I need to, whatever it is. They listen to so much music. They always have headphones and they know about all of the, the musical artists and the YouTube people. And it's like, it's just the culture, the way it is. In light of that, then I think uh, rather than burying our heads in the sand, I think something Aaron and I would encourage you as parents to do is um, how do you help your student engage with this kind of culture? Um, how do you help them navigate this kind of culture? We're going to give you, again, this is not comprehensive. These are three starting points. And I think the first one is learn about what's going on. It's really important for you to have some idea, maybe not a complete comprehensive idea, but to have some idea about what's going on. What are the, the apps that your kids are using? Like those sorts of things. What are the pros and cons? Um, those sorts of things. So Aaron, I know you have uh, some resources um, that you've really loved as you've kind of dived into this. What are, what are some of the resources that you would recommend uh, for parents? First isn't even a book, it's access.org. Why is that an amazing resource? Access.
Raptures.org is, uh, is a ministry that exists to help parents understand their culture. Yeah. Uh, to do exactly what you just told them to do, Josh, which is to be informed, to be educated for the purpose of discipling their kids. Go to axis.org, A-X-I-S.org, and they have something that's called parent guides that are extremely valuable. Yeah, there's parent guides for, for specific uh, different things. And if you look at their parent guides, again, we'll, we'll put this in the show notes. Um, they're about like $3.99 a piece, but they have a ridiculous amount of just broken up like topic by topic they're really on top of things they also have a free uh email that they can send you called the culture translator and it just kind of gives you like here's what's going on this week it it just gives you kind of a breakdown of what's going on um so access.org fantastic resource uh you talked about the TechWise family by andy crouch what, what was helpful about that book? The TechWise family is good because he comes at it from a perspective that is backed by a lot of research. Mm. So it's a little bit more of a, of a numbers-based read. It's, he's got a lot of really practical stuff and good principles that I think is biblical. I don't agree with everything, but they're, they're good principles that are backed by a lot of research about Generation Z and technology and usage and uh, understanding the numbers. So that's, that's helpful, getting a big picture. Uh, and then some, there's some good application in it too. Great. So what about the next story by Tim Challies? Tim Challies is, uh, I love that guy. He's a great author. Uh, I've read several of his books, but this one in particular is uh, essentially the theology of technology. How do we biblically look at culture, technology, family, responsibility. What are we going to do with the culture we live in? And then the last one we had was Every Parent's Guide to Navigating the Digital World by Kara Powell and a couple other authors. This one was really good because it talked about biblically, there's a lot of language. It's uh, we are citizens of heaven. We are not citizens of the world. We should be having our eyes fixed on the eternity, not the present, walking yeah. by faith, not by sight, uh, living uh, for the spirit and according to the spirit and according to truth, not according to our flesh and for the world. This two different ways to live, um, and the book does a good job of, I kind of, kind of paint the picture of we are citizens of heaven. So what does that mean for us to be good stewards of the resources and time we've got now? All of them are pretty short. Tim Challenge is a little bit uh, meatier, but they're they're all good. Awesome. Well, so again, learn about what's going on. That's step number one. Learn about technology. Learn about how should we view technology, right? Um, the second thing is make a plan for your family. Um, I think one of the most helpful things is when the family knows how should we interact with technology and everybody's in on this. Um, some Maybe some people get more privileges be, because they're more trustworthy or whatever, but ultimately f- make a game plan. One of the things I, I, I'm planning on doing for myself is uh, kind of making a family uh, covenant, tech, technology covenant, where and you can Google this and find a whole bunch of different ones, but it kind of gives guidelines around when do we use technology, how do we use technology, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, um, just so we all have expectations and we're all operating under the same understanding. 
another key piece is like, man, we got to train. There's an illustration I heard one time about like, you don't just give your student the keys to the car without any training. It's a very dangerous vehicle to be in. And if they don't know how to drive, if they don't know all the rules, like what do they do at a stoplight? If they don't know how to engage on the road, it's going to be very dangerous. The same goes with technology and a smartphone. So it's really important to figure out what should we be doing and to train your student how to use their phone, how to use their tablet. Parents, you're going to have, you only have so much time with your Yeah. Or they're not your responsibility anymore. And what I mean by that is it's not that they're not your kids and you won't always love them and you wouldn't always put them up in your basement if you have to. Uh, but it's, yeah, some of you are like, hey, yeah, they ain't never. <laughs> um, but in all honesty, you've got just until they graduate high school, then some of them are going to be off in the military. Some will be off in college. Some of them might live close, but they're going to be their own adults. They're going to have their own wives or husbands or families or kids. Like they're going to have to yeah. be on their own. You won't be parenting them. Anymore. That's kind of the design. You have these kids, you raise them and then send them off to be responsible adults. Right. Um, so the goal here is I would just want to encourage you, and especially with Christmas with all these new gifts whether it's new phones or, or apple watches the goal here with this covenant that josh is talking about is and educating yourselves parents yeah kids need taught how to navigate right yeah need shown how to do this so some of you just being honest josh i know parents it's like they don't even know how to navigate the digital world themselves um, yeah. <laughs> yeah something that i have to constantly come yeah. back to and revisit so parents know that you're not the only one if you feel out of touch right. with technology beast as we're talking about it or social media or apps or whatever. It's like there are resources for you to learn, to educate yourself and to get your head in the game and to understand the kids' culture that they're in and for you to help teach them. Not yeah. just necessarily avoid problems, but to learn how to navigate well yes. so that when they get to be 18, 19, or whenever they leave your house, um, they're not going to just be inundated with all of this stuff. Yeah. It's sinful, fleshly, worldly, and negative or positive, godly, uh, and, and points them to worshiping God. Like there's, it can go both directions. They need taught how to navigate it though. And yep. so I think my two cents on what Josh is talking about of, uh, you can do this. There's avenues, yes. got resources. We want to help you. Um, don't freak out. But as 2020 is almost here, uh, one of the best things we can encourage you to do is is to think very intentionally and strategically. Yes. A, a part of the training needs to be some sort of accountability. So I think it's it's really important to make sure that there is some sort of filtering, monitoring software. And there's some really great ones out there. I have stuff on my devices. It's, I think it's important, especially in this training phase, to just be aware. It's not to be big brother, it's to help train. I claim, and Josh can attest to this, I'm like <laughs> illiterate. I feel like a lot of times, and there's stuff that I can use that's yeah. easy. Yes. Um, and so there's stuff out there. It's just a matter of figuring it out, what it is, and how to use it and implement it. And we'll link to a couple in the show notes again. Um, but yeah, so get a game plan. What's, what's your family guidelines? What's your family covenant? How are you going to train your kids to use technology and be accountable? 
um, get some sort of monitoring, filtering software on your students' devices. All of this comes back for full circle to what Aaron talked about at the beginning. Um, yes, it's important to learn. Yes, it's imp important to train and have a plan. But ultimately, don't fear. Fear not, for I am with you. That's what Jesus said. Um, the Lord is near. Don't be afraid. The digital world is something to learn about and how to navigate it. It's not something we should be paralyzed by. I would just encourage you as parents, and Aaron, you, you can uh, speak to this as well, but I just want to encourage you, like, don't be afraid. Um, this did not, this world does not take Jesus by surprise, and he has been helping his people navigate it. Um, so rely on the Lord. He is with you and know that you can be proactive and not just react out of fear because he is not giving you a spirit of fear. I want to read another quote by yeah. uh, McCracken who, who works, has written, done stuff with the Gospel Coalition. He says this, he says, Christians throughout history stay put in spaces that are toxic, that are dangerous, whether it's a leper colony or a plague infested Roman city, they aren't the ones to abandon ship when everyone else leaves or gets fed up and wants to preserve themselves. The Christians are the ones that stay and try to heal, try to bring light and redemption. And that is my posture with the internet space. I think it's spot on from what I see in scripture, from Old Testament stories to what God calls us to now in uh, pointing people to Jesus. It's not yes. running away from all of the dangers. It's confidently staying put faithfully and yeah. in uh, the areas where we are. Not not saying yes to sin and yes to temptation. It's fleeing, right. running away. So it's there's some situations where we're not going to justify saying, yeah, you should have a smartphone and be able to do whatever you want. It's like, no, no, you yes. do not need a smartphone. You need to stay off social media. So there's different times yes that, that hear what we're saying there's nuance and all this but i think i think that you need to think seriously parents about how do you want to train your kids to yeah. think about technology exactly tools and i think technology is just one of them that can be used either for worldliness or godliness yeah uh, for worshiping god or worshiping idols um and and that's really it. And some of you honestly need to repent yourselves because technology runs your life and it shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, it should be a tool. Entertainment is not bad. It should be a tool. The same as watching a movie, going to the movies or eating food, eating a meal. It's like, mm. um, God's given us resources and tools and things, um, to be responsible with and this is just one of them so exactly so parents again we we just want to encourage you to think about these things um we love your students we know you love your students and uh this is a great way of training and coaching your family one of the biggest ways you can engage with your student with technology is really just stock them and stock <laughs> no but like to just draw them out. Um, I, I, I'll watch different TV shows where it portrays a family and there's just a, a, a parent just saying like, no, that's stupid. And I just cringe because they're shutting down their student instead of drawing them out when they make a mistake or when they think something is cool or want something, they just shut them down. Don't shut your student down. Try to draw them out. I think so many students shut down because they don't feel understood. And so if you can put a lot of work 
into making your student feel understood, that's one of the best ways to love them. So there, there's all these different things. Aaron and I, we could go on and on and on, but we want to give this podcast as a starting point since Christmas is around the corner and we'd love, uh, we're planning on doing more to equip you all as parents. So let me pray. Jesus, you're awesome. We do thank you for being king, for loving and for uh, ruling and reigning and not just putting us in a world to fend for ourselves. Thank you for these parents. Give these parents wisdom. Would you give these parents confidence? And would you grow their families together? Would you foster openness? Would you give soft hearts? I'm excited to see what you're going to do as parents grow and engaging with their kids. Protect them, lead them, and we love you. We pray these things in King Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. Merry Christmas. And... We'll talk to you guys soon.